Today on Not A Drill Podcast, Chris Danger and Stat flip and flop all over each other. No! 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 Have you ever thrown a paper ball into the trash and screamed, Kobe? Today on Not A Drill Podcast, Chris Danger and Stat are going to talk about how kids on playgrounds everywhere are going to rip their hands upward through their friends' arms to draw fouls on deep jumpers and scream, Harden! All that and more on. This is not a drill. It's like arterial spray just straight up their face. Batteries are dead. He's still going, folks. Do, do it again. Oh. <laughs> I would leave my wife and child for this place. Okay, and welcome back to Not a Drill Podcast. That was, it was so organic. Chris, so organic. So organic. <laughs> I am your host, Stat. Thank you for being here. Uh, I am joined today, as always, by my ever floppy co-host, <laughs> Chris Danger. Hard as rock. No, not that either. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just happy to be back. This time, much more sober, two less teeth, but lot less pain. Hmm. So, yeah, we uh, feeling good. Feeling good. <laughs> We unfortunately are not coming to you today from our bunker as uh, it was the location for Extension Cords Wake. (laughs) They took it over. That was not by our choice. First off, our bunker is not in Florida. There's not a dollar amount in this world that you could pay me to move to Florida or bunker in Florida. (laughs) So apparently thousands of people attended Extension Cords' funeral. It was an open casket, right? Uh. It was an open viewing. I don't know if it was an open oh. casket. I hope. What's the I'm not saying I know if it was or wasn't. I have no idea. Didn't they? I thought these. I saw in the news that they had it in a uh, like a football stadium or something. They had it in an arena of some sort. Oh, did they? Yeah. And that was the, the family was like, "That's what he would have wanted." I'm like, "You're also cashing in. There's got to be something." Yeah. Uh, he's not that big. Do you think he's they, also a terrible person. Do you think they sold the uh, <laughs> the, the pamphlet with the? With the schedule for the funeral, <laughs> I like hope. two bucks a pop. Like if I, I hope they did. Picture signed yeah. by him, yeah, posthumously. Like, like they're like, you got one of you know one thousand, and like in ten years that'll <laughs> be worth nothing. Limited edition. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> it was a very limited print, I, limited run. I watched a bunch of people online to talk about his viewing, and again, this isn't making light of someone's death or or that I wish he was dead. Because uh, he is dead, so whatever I wish is not coming true. But um, these people, they were interviewing them, they were saying things like, we just have to keep on his legacy. What legacy? Like, what is what is he known for changing, doing, that influenced the world to be better? Mm. Uh, if if you have that, please email us. Uh, this is not a drill at gmail.com and we will, we will address that. Because I would love to think, I would love to hear what people think this dude's legacy is because there is none! It's, it's a legacy of beating women and abusing the SoundCloud system. <laughs> SoundCloud rapper mumbling his way through torturing, kidnapping his pregnant girlfriend. That's that dude's he legacy. He abused cough syrup and he abused pregnant women and then one guy even said he goes uh he just there's so much i can relate to him he just he just his his grow growing up was just so hard and and then the newscaster goes yes because he spent most of his childhood incarcerated (laughs) because he was a bad person like it was like it was a uh, difficult time yeah (laughs) i'm like obviously he didn't learn anything like that's i'm not against people making mistakes having it found out and then that redemption. But I think everyone in this situation latched onto they were like, dude, he was making changes. I'm like, yes, but that doesn't, it's like, it's like our conversation back about uh, like Kevin Spacey, Harvey Weinstein. Like if they all of a sudden just went and did charity work, that should be enough to be like, they're good people. Right? Like if they've, if they've changed, they've changed, they've improved. And let's be honest, any kind of, like they're both these crimes, right? Sexually assaulting women and torturing, kidnapping, and sexually assaulting women. Uh, these are both terrible, terrible things. But in one case, people are saying, "No, no, no!" Like he just—it was hard for him. It was rough, and and he was changing. He was doing charity work. Okay, so if Kevin Spacey goes out and does char- charity work, they should bring him back to House of Cards. Yeah, man, absolutely. Of course, yeah. 
Kevin Spacey, if you would like to let us know how that charity work is going, they please email. They killed him off, though, didn't they? Yeah, straight up. They, yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like that was one of those things that, whether you're watching the show or not, uh, once once the whole Kevin Spacey thing came out, they they're like, um, oh, wait, he's dead on the show. Shut he's it dead. down. And they, like, tweeted it. They were very... I think they wanted Netflix wanted the world to know that they were not tolerating this supposed behavior. Yeah. But again. Well, they weren't tolerating it coming to light. The supposed behavior <laughs> coming to light. Again, that's, there's, that's a, there's, a, there's a lot of conversation. I don't know. Oh, man. Hollywood tolerates it until people know about it. Yeah. And until they don't tolerate the, it anymore. Yeah. And then they go, oh, Jeez. no. So we're going to pay you the severance and we're going to have you. We're going to. I mean, I wonder how much. Because you got to think they're contractually bound. Bound. I can't talk today. Uh, bound. They are contractually bound. Contractually bound. So I wonder what in the contract allows them to terminate him for something like that. And does it require them to pay him? Because I guarantee you most of those guys and gals have some sort of like contract severance, right? Yeah. It's like if, if you guys decide this, this blows and this doesn't work, then... Well, they're all members of the Screen, you know, Actors, Screen Guild. Actors Guild yeah. and everything. Like the, They're when, protected. I love when I see like actors and actresses going out saying like you know yeah like we shouldn't have like um, what are the unions and stuff and they're like yeah like this is bad for business I'm like you you understand that the Screen Actors Guild yeah. SAG is one giant but uh, by the way what an unfortunate SAG. acronym every time I see that in print I'm like SAG you remember of SAG SAG I got my SAG you card just, you have to say it with the corners of your mouth kind of drooping <laughs> I'm a member of SAG was it underdog is that the oh, yeah. I'm a member of SAG I'm a member of SAG <laughs> if, if I do four more commercials I'll be able to get my SAG award the SAG protects me from sexual assault like <laughs> And sometimes they encourage it, <laughs> you know, to get the part. Should we, should we move on to happier topics? Speaking of happier topics, well, <laughs> well, well yours first of all, is- what are we drinking? So delicious. <laughs> like, I'm going to put more than like 30 seconds of thought into it. <laughs> well, now, now everybody is going to know if Chris Danger has actually done it, because when we release this... There will be a new jingle, or there won't. There probably won't. I, I'm thinking I might go back and do it. I don't know. It depends how much time. I, I just want. love making it like more work for you. It's it's funny. Um, <laughs> speaking of happier topics, by I, the way, I can't, I can't get these episodes out on time already, <laughs> and you want to add more work? Like literally, yeah, man. The last episode, episode 14, I said as soon as we got done cutting it and the intro, I went. This will be super easy for me to cut. <laughs> it will take me no time at all. It took me an extra two days beyond the deadline because I just, there's days I can't get up. There's just days I come home and I go, it's hard, man. Fallout. It's just, hard. Let's go play Fallout. What, uh, what are you drinking? Why don't you go first today? Um, I am drinking what is called a National Park from our good friends at So Delicious. And, um, it is of of um, dark caramel coloring. I'm guessing the base is like Pepsi or Coke. There is an obvious lime floating in it. <laughs> so you know there's fresh lime. There is fresh cut lime um, straight off of the lime tree. Was that, was that our last Hold episode on. when yeah. I had a fresh lime? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. What is in this? I- <laughs> <laughs> what is? Hold on, though. How Limes come from trees, right? Yes. Okay. I want to make sure my comment of like fresh lime tree is like... They're not like no, they come they from a lime, a lime bush, a b- like a, <laughs> a, bush. A, a lemon bush. No, they're uh, they're they're root fruits. Shut up! Like carrots and potatoes they and yams. Yeah, they grow underground. Oh, it's a root. A, <laughs> there's a reason I it's don't a root eat fruit. A root fruit. Uh, okay, so mine's called the National Parks, uh, and by our calculations, we have not had this on the show yet. Yeah, I don't. That's new. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited. Let's see what. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> What's the base? Coke? No. Pepsi? No. I don't know. <laughs> Stumped. It's Dr. Pepper. Oh, that's that's why. That's why the Dr. Why Pepper. So my wife ordered these. She's she's out of the city. She has been absent from my life for almost two weeks. <laughs> um, and she uh, there's this like app. I think it's called like Diner Dash or Dinner Dash or something. Anyways, it's not a game. It 
it lets you order things from other places and they deliver it to your house. So I thought today would be a good opportunity to like order it from So Delicious through this app and have it delivered. So wait, are you telling me that So Delicious was delivered to your front doorstep? Yes. By an app? By Well, or by a order, person. Ordering it from The person actually delivered it, but what? yes. How yeah. Do I, how do I work for that app? You know, wow. that's oh, the man. app. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, it was actually really good, and it was right on time. It was hap- And I ordered it probably like three hours in advance. I was like, at 11 o'clock, I want, you know, solutions at my house. Ding dong, boom, it was there. Um, but my wife was like, hey, what, um, I got you this, and I got stat this. Uh, we'll put your names on it and what it's called. And she's like, you have to guess why. And she's at a, a national park in Utah down in Moab, and uh, and so I was like, oh, because you're at a park, right? Like National Park. And then she goes, yeah, and there's one other reason, and I have no idea. So I think it's the Dr. Pepper because that's what she drinks. Yeah. But if that's the case. It might be one of the flavors. I don't know. What do you think's in it? Love. 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 Because my wife loves me. There it is. There is, it is. it? Is love. It, love's in there? Love. There's no love in this. It's a, it's a sprinkle of love. No. There's love no comes way. in a powdered form. <laughs> in, in, it's like the, it's next to the garlic nope. salt. That's cocaine. That's <laughs> no. Do not. Do you, do you not know what's in here? Um, I want to say there's a like raspberry puree. Raspberry. Raspberry. It doesn't say puree, but it might be puree. Raspberry. So there's raspberry. Okay. Raspberry. Raspberry. There's, there's one more thing. It's a berry. Acai berry. No. Uh, Kurosawa berry. No. Uh, berry manilow. That's it. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> berry manilow. What was the What was the uh, impression you're doing a minute ago with the dog? Underdog. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 never mind. I'm, I'm thinking of a different... <laughs> what are you... <laughs> I'm thinking of a different old-timey Hanna-Barber cartoon character. Um, Barry... Blue? Blueberry. Huckleberry. Huckleberry. What were you thinking? Some dog. There's a there's a cartoon character named Huckleberry, isn't there? He's a dog? I know Huckleberry Finn. I'm going to look it up. Huckleberry. <laughs> You're going to look that up for me and Chris hit here and drink Meat. on National Meanwhile, Park. <laughs> I'm going to taste mine. You know we're going to have Hannah Barbera. Yeah, Huckleberry Hound. Check it out. Oh, yeah, He's he blue. is. Yeah. Blue. Hannah Barbera, even. Man, I was, I was so good. Hannah Barbera is going to like sue us for these. <laughs> They're dead. <laughs> yes, they've been dead for a long time. Okay, so mine's called the Happier Valley. Cause, cause, in all honesty, so delicious has two drinks: Happy Valley and Happier Valley. That's what like threw me off at oh. the beginning because I was like, "What?" The? Do you have both of them there? Uh, I have Happier Valley. Okay. So, so I'm gonna guess that it's Mountain Dew. Ding ding ding. <laughs> I'm also gonna guess that there's pineapple in it. In the correct order so far. Ooh. Oh really? Yeah. And I feel like it's I feel like it's too obvious, but is there? Is there coconut? Oh, dang. Are you serious? Third of four <laughs> in the correct four? order. Oh, Fourth. Done? You got Shoot. one more. Shoot. It's almost gone. Um <laughs> I don't know. It it tastes like it tastes like a pina colada in Mountain Dew. Which, which that's pina, all I got. Which pina colada is pineapple and coconut. Yeah, so yeah, far, no, that's so. what I mean. That's, that's <laughs> how I got both of them. Uh I don't know. What's the last one? Maraschino cherry. Ooh, really? Like dang. a real one? I'm gonna I, open I don't it up know. And see. Is it a real one? Maybe. I'm trying not to spill it. Oh yeah, there's a che- there, oh, there's a cherry in mine. There's a real cherry yeah. in there. So not like cherry frail. I wonder if I got real raspberry in mine. <laughs> yeah, pop that, pop that lid open, bud. Ooh, I think I got two cherries actually. Totally did. I love maraschino cherries. Have you had the um, you know, at, like Christmas time, where they have the like. Chocolate covered cherries. Oh yeah, with oh, the with the chocolate the, cherry the cherry type yeah stuff. In oh, it. so good. Yeah. So I had a great grandpa, Queen Anne. Queen Anne. Yeah. That is the there is one other brand that I refuse to buy, um, only out of like family loyalty to the Queen Anne, and um, it's I had a great grandpa. So my mom's side of the family is all from the South Tennessee, and I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but the um, oh, there's that cherry. Boom, coming I got out. got it. <laughs> <laughs> that is vibrantly red. That is, yeah. Um, anyways, he, uh, he when, in, when I was a kid, he was always really ill. He used to be a coal miner, and and, and uh, he passed away when I was 
maybe like eight, ten years old. Anyways, uh, every Christmas or trip that we would make to their to their house, we would take them Queen Anne's uh, cherries uh, in that box, and it was like the one thing that I associate with him. Well, not the one thing. There's a couple other things, but like. When I see those in the store, coal mining, coal mining. Sense. Well, no, he played the guitar. Uh, he played the harmonica, and I, the dude was just an all star. But yeah, the 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 cherry, the Queen Anne's. Like when I see those in the store at Christmas time, it boom instantly, and I buy them every time, and I eat like one or two because they are so rich. They are really so rich. rich. They have a weird little bite to them. Too. They do. They do. Kind of stings a little bit. Yeah, but it's you know the sting of memories. <laughs> Anyway, oh boy. Anyway, good. So delicious today. I love mine. I'm, mine was, ha- I'm having a blast. Mine was tasty. I don't know what huckleberry tastes like, but I want to try it now. You don't know what huckle? Ooh, dude, huckleberry ice cream, huckleberry shake. When I go up to Spokane, there's this little place uh, in this town called Elk, uh, where my my dad's family's <laughs> all from. This is like Chris Danger family history. Elk, and and no, this is yeah, it's legit. The place called Elk, and uh, it has this um little diner kind of place and every time we go up there we hit it up and we get their huckleberry milkshakes 10 out of 10 the best thing i've ever had so huckleberry i might have some huckleberry ice cream downstairs since we're at this place that's not our bunker (laughs) (laughs) so Hmm. today's topic um first of all the world cup's going on and don't care uh for what i feel like is the first time in at least four years the U.S. is not playing. <laughs> you know, last year, I thought we did well. Well, The year before, we did okay. Yeah, but you're right. It's been about four, yeah, four years. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been... Is there a cycle? Like, do we, are we only allowed to play every four years in the World Cup? And, like, other teams can play every year? I, I'm yeah, just all kidding. All I know is Russia's in it, and they get to be in it because they're hosting it. First off, can we just talk about how Russia's in everything right now? Like, I think Putin is actually about to take over the world. Like, he's in the World Cup. He's in the U.S. He's in he's, American politics. It's, it's, oh, man. It's like one of the best times to be alive in history. He is a crafty, conniving individual. KGB. Oh. Crafty, conniving individual. KGB. Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> so the world cup is going on right now uh congrats to all the teams playing too bad for all the teams that have lost however um there's well, they, they get their millions of dollars or whatever currency they play for and they get to go home yeah yeah <laughs> early um and and still have a job there, next season like who cares there's what i believe to be a plague on the sport of soccer and not only soccer <clears throat> but also uh, other sports in general. Now, today we're going to talk about flopping. And, yeah, and, boy! And everything around flopping. We're gonna we're gonna hit on the culture. We'll talk about uh, just egregious examples. Um, now, first of all, Chris, you played soccer for a little bit. I did. I played soccer when I was like five, so I doesn't count. Um, how does the refereeing ref, <laughs> Referring, no, not what referring. Am I saying the refereeing, refereeing. It's kind of a hard yeah. word to say. Refereeing. No, no, it's pretty easy. Just refereeing. Re- How does the referer work <laughs> in soccer? Are there instant replays? Does the timer uh, stop? How how does someone challenge a call? Just explain that for those of us who may not know. Because I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs> but explain it just in case someone listening doesn't know. It has been a while since I've played and a while since I've even cared about soccer. But um, I, I believe that soccer is still in its in its purest form, <laughs> unadulterated purest form, is still very, the ref makes the call and that is it. Like there is no challenge. There's no replay. There's no, there's no nothing. It's just the ref. And you have, in soccer, you know, you have uh, three referees typically. Uh, you have one main ref who runs the field and then you have two sideline refs who are flags sue refs sue refs and uh the, you know they yeah they help the ref make sure that if the the call is out of bounds because some of those soccer players are really you know fancy footwork and so mm-hmm. they got to make sure that if it goes out of bounds it gets called and offsides and stuff like that so that's typically there's some other variations of refereeing that can be done but um but yeah, but it's and in soccer the field is huge, you know. Like so, you're you're one guy covering what is it, eleven on eleven 
or, or something. Yeah, something. Yeah. And uh, you're 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 trying to watch what everyone's doing at all time to make sure the play is fair and stuff. Anyways, so uh, soccer started flopping years ago and it's the dumbest thing and this came up in the world cup recently because every team is doing it there was one example where this guy like kind of gets nudged and it's sports you're gonna get nudged and he just rolls he hits the grass and he just rolls but he rolls like four times unnaturally like you could see him like it's like he's doing a push-up and then he (laughs) rolls up and and that's the problem though the ref doesn't see but what does that what does that benefit the player though? Um, it resets right, like the play stops. Uh, it could be a, a turnover for the ball. Like all of a sudden, now it's you know the player who's flopping. Now it's their ball, and so they can you know it. it so it may be to slow it down. It may be to you know just reset the play. It may be to gain control. But it also is just kind of laughable because they just <clears throat> look they look silly. They look yeah. stupid. Yeah. And it's such an intentional <laughs> violation of just in my opinion like morals and ethics it's like you're being so untrustworthy yeah you're a garbage Definitely. human if you flop yep it's <laughs> um yeah no it's it's always been funny to me that soccer to me at least excuse me oh those cherries i got four cherries in my drink by the way four four yeah um i would have been i would have been happy if i had seen just two like i would have been like hells yeah. yeah i got four you got four yeah and that, what is this cup? This is what a... Uh, tw- it's like a 16... 16 ounce, 24 ounce, something like that? Yeah. They gave you four cherries? Four cherries. What yeah. happens if you get a 32? Do you get eight? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go order one of those. <laughs> Just order a cup full of cherries. I'm going to order it, have it delivered to my house, <laughs> have a cup of cherries. So, uh, so, soccer has always been funny to me. So, I spent a little bit of time in Chile, and obviously, soccer is huge there. There's all sorts of clubs and, and uh, private Now, you, now you were in Chile teams. because you were, um, it was tax evasion. Right? That's it, yes. Yeah. Okay. No, I was uh, uh, d- draft dodging, actually. Wow. Because yeah. it's 1960. Well, you know, the war that we had in, in 2011. Uh, yeah, I was dodging that draft. Um, <clears throat> so, soccer, uh, in, in case... For those of you who may be listening that don't know, um, whenever there's a foul or a out of bounds or anything that would traditionally stop the clock in other popular sports like basketball or football or anything else, I almost said baseball. <laughs> uh, I would but- love to see flopping <laughs> in baseball. Like, if anyone has a compilation of flopping in baseball, flopping in baseball. <laughs> send it to me because um, that's funny as hell. <laughs> but in, in soccer, anytime a normal stoppage of play happens, the clock itself doesn't stop. And the clock counts up all the way to 90 minutes and then the game's over. Now, what they do to make up for it, because what happens if someone gets injured, right? The clock just keeps going. So to make up for all that time, they just arbitrarily tack on additional minutes at the end of the, the match. So sometimes the match goes for 92 minutes or 96 minutes or until the refs just say, okay, cool, eh, we're done. That's enough time to make up for all the stoppages. Yeah. Excuse me. That happened earlier. Now, uh, the uh, in addition to that, because the clock keeps going and they have to tack on the time later, uh, soccer does not utilize instant replays. Mm-hmm. So think about in the NFL when something crazy happens and they need to review a play, they they call a halt to the game, the clock stops, all the refs converge with headsets and, and little monitors and stuff, and they figure out exactly what happened. Uh, that doesn't happen in soccer. It's just up to whoever the referee saw doing what they think happened. Right. Right. So... Then we have this problem of flopping where it actually benefits players to embellish uh, contact or to make up contact mm-hmm. completely. They don't get touched at all. And I think it's it, it's just a are shame. We, what, are we talking about like Kevin Spacey touching in these yes. sports? Or? <laughs> yeah. Are you saying that all those people that came forward were, were flopping? No, not at all. I Kevin not... Spacey touched me. Yeah, he's flopping. No, not at all. It's flopping. Kevin Spacey was probably flopping. Harvey Weinstein <laughs> was totally flopping. So, so that's where, um, so that's where we're at though in this World Cup. And honestly, I I like soccer. The, like I said, I spent some time in Chile. I really got to understand the sport and why people are so uh, so passionate in the very short time I was there. And. I love watching it. I think it's a really cool game. I think it's really technical at times, and and there's a lot of skill involved. But it kills me when I see these grown men uh, falling on the ground and, like you said, rolling over three or four times because 
they got, you know, elbowed a little bit. Like, there's no way. There's no way that that's... It's totally... That's the thing, though, is, like, you make a good point. They're grown men. Like, could you imagine if someone was flopping at work? Like, <laughs> someone just gets nudged. Hey, ah, yeah. Oh, my shin. Ah, oh, I oh, can't. My knee. Oh, oh, uh, my technical foul. Like, no, like, and, it go And the away. worst part, too, is is after the foul is assessed or the referee just goes, yeah, no, no contact. I, I get it, whatever. They jump back up like nothing ever happened. Oh, yeah. And it's it's just shameless. Like, I don't, I don't know if I could play like that. It's you know? becoming, I feel like in, in soccer and in basketball, it's becoming more of a, it's becoming way more of a playable tactic yeah. rather than, and, and it's not, it was never, it's not supposed to happen. First off, the, the reason that they're even able to call these fouls is because they're saying, Hey, look, yeah, if you shove someone down in basketball, like that's, that's just not okay. Right. Mm-hmm. We're, you can't just do that. So we're going to call that and we're going to, it's a foul. You're, you're, you're being foul. That's why it's called a foul, right? You're, you're playing unfairly. Mm-hmm. So flopping and then it results in a foul. It's like, nah. And especially in these sports, like in today's world where every, like they have 11 di- different camera angles on a basketball game and you're going to be like, yeah, dude, no, it's cool. Like you go home and I guess, I guess, you know, the more money you make, the happier you must be with flopping. Cause you're I like, guess. yeah, no, but my team won. It's like, yeah, but you're jagweed, man. Like you yeah. suck. You're an idiot. You could even say it doesn't really matter how you play, how dirty you are, as long as you win MVP at the end of the season. MVP. The, oh, you're talking about the flop king. I am because <laughs> I'm that's so glad you got that. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I have like. Oh. Li- I told you I was I was researching all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I brought this idea to Staller like what a week ago. Yeah, it was it was well it was earlier this week. Yeah. And he was like his eyes lit up. You were just like, dude, we have yes, I have so much to say. And and he sent me a bunch of videos and I watched like two of them. But <laughs> I was reading about because I wanted to not just see it and have my own opinion. I wanted to read and and hear what other people are talking about, you know, in the sports world. Like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, like is cause I mean, let's be honest, if flopping was okay, right? Let, let's say everyone's just like, nah, it's part of the game like in hockey shoving people up against the wall that's part of the game you know that's an advantage that they have but they do it to each other fighting is part of the game you know um you do any of those two things in any other sport and you're getting ejected from the game could you imagine in soccer if someone just they just threw them into the ground and held them there (laughs) the ball went by like (laughs) i can see that happening in like other small times like bowling could you see somebody just freaking out and bowling and grabbing one of those like no. fourteen pound balls and just going to town on somebody? Just clubbing someone with it. He grabs the pin by well, the neck and. But that's the weird thing. Bowling, I feel like, is becoming more and more of like a weird gentleman sport. <laughs> yeah. Like, like think about it. Have you have you ever watched bowling on TV? A few, yeah. And it's like golf. They're like they're like all right. He's stepping up to the lane. He has a ten pound ball because he has small little lady <laughs> dainty fingers. And the announcer always has a British accent. Always. You're, like, You're playing in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Where? <laughs> yep. And then and then it's like they do those weird curves on the ball because in my world, you know, I'm like, no, no, you go straight down the middle. So you get it. And they're like doing this like C curve mm-hmm. and it comes back and it hits, nails it, strike. And I'm like, how the, and then they, they like, you know, they do the whole like bring their fist and they're like, yes. Mm-hmm. And then they turn around, they walk back, but it's like quiet. They adjust their wrist. Yeah. Their wrist their strap. Wrist. <laughs> Grab a nacho, you know. <laughs> Sit down and pour, check pour out. themselves a root beer from the giant pitcher, <laughs> and check out what the awful like, awful like. Yeah. Uh, what's the <laughs> the animations? Animations that they're the- like, they're like, dude, I haven't seen that one in a while. That's <laughs> yep, yep. But I got a strike. All ten, ten all ten pins went straight down. <laughs> oh, there's the bowling ball riding riding a bull, and the bull had knocked down all the cowboy pins. What? That makes sense. What's whose <laughs> job is it to make? Because the, the next time you go bowling. Pay attention to how little those actually have to do with bowling. I saw one where the bowling ball just, it, it was a gut, and I got it to a point, but it was such a stretch. I, I got a gutter ball because I'm bad at bowling. And, um, well, you weren't playing without the, uh, you were playing without the bumpers. That's why. No, someone put the bumpers down right oh, as I, right worst. as I released the ball, that's they dropped the, the bumpers. <laughs> but I hit a gutter ball and the ball, it showed the bowling ball in the in the animation up on the screen. It showed the bowling ball just going down into a sewer. And I'm like, 
what the and it like floated away and there was like an alligator that came like grabbed it or whatever i was like (laughs) ate the ball (laughs) and and again i got it because i was like a gutter ball right like it hit the like storm drain the gutter but they didn't show it going in the gutter and i don't know if the idea was that oh no this is what happened to your ball it wasn't even my ball (laughs) my ball was bright pink it was nine pounds because i love sat there is nothing i love more than just yanking that ball back now no, no, poor choice of words there. He'll just taking, edit that out. Taking the ball in my hand. Nope, nope. <laughs> Anyways, bowling. putting your fingers in. No, the- nope. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> no, those I, animations. I I saw an an- just while we're on it. I saw an animation one time and where it was a split where you, you get a yeah, split. Yeah. And the animation was the bowling ball was holding a cookie cutter. And all the pins were set up on on top of a, a flat sheet of cookie dough. And the bowling ball was able to cut all the pins except for two of them into a cookie. And he baked all those pins and the two were left standing. What? Yeah, I don't know. That makes, that makes no it's just, sense. It's, pro- it's, it's some bright-eyed intern probably working at some C-level it, animation studio. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that these are all like whatever like college organizations are out there they all just like they're like cool here's what our art department put out right <laughs> like we gave this kid a b like and, students you know, like it's their like it's their end of yeah the yeah <laughs> it's yeah they're their What'd graphic arts uh, degree and that's what they put they're like all right your test is to come up with five different bowling ball theme animations and we need them to be about a screen size of you know 20 to 22 inches that's about <laughs> Square, not widescreen, not high definition. Do we need to produce music? No, no music. The bowling alley will take care of the music itself. It'll be garbage from 2001. Anyways, <laughs> we are way off our base. We are. Back to... I, I would still love to see flopping, though, in bowling. Could you imagine? Because how do you flop in bowling? It's one on... It's you against you, really. Yeah. It'd be like, well, you like throw the ball, and it does that weird C-shaped curve, but it knocks down every pin except for like two, and he's like, ah, oh, my wrist, oh, ah, no. my wrist. Oh, no. But then and the it, pin the falls judge, over. The judge raises a little flag <laughs> and signals a, a rethrow. Could, could, what, was, what would flopping be like in, in golf? Oh, golf. Uh, he'd probably... Uh, so, so, so one guy would tee off uh, 300 yards down the fairway. Another guy would tee off... And the first guy who's already down the fairway would run into the path of the ball and get hit by the ball and go, ah, he hit me with his ball. Ha ha. Got him. Foul. Got him. Foul. Yeah. That's a birdie. And you're going to go, well, you ran in front of it. You did that on purpose. No, no. He hit me. I was. It was my natural walking motion. <laughs> you know what I'd love to see in golf? One of the things I hate about golf is everything. Um, how long it takes, to be honest. And because, again, for me, it's all about the more oomph you put behind whatever you're doing, the better. And I would love to see, like, if they're like, all right, what's the what, the masters? Is that what they call it? <laughs> yes. First off, I've always thought that that's a highly racist term to call the goal, the winning golf. Like, everyone's like, the Stanley Cup, the World <laughs> Cup, the World Series, the masters. And you're like, masters. Yep, I won the masters. I guess I get to be in the cool club now. Anyways, <laughs> I would love to see it if at the masters. Do you know what they win? when they win the masters a freaking green jacket okay, don't they good yes isn't that it like yeah. and it's like the most prestige it's like you're a prick like you're an idiot i'm sorry no. like i have friends who are into golf and i get it but like honestly like if that's your goal to get a green jacket you can go to jc penny and buy one for like 30 bucks mm-hmm. they're like no it's not the same it's like it probably is probably is the same it probably is it probably doesn't have a bunch just of old a, man sweat everywhere pga uh <laughs> low scout patch embroidered on <laughs> this but no i would love to see it in in golf if Instead of them playing one at a time and waiting and saying, well, we got, I can't play through. You know, I got to wait till so-and-so goes. No, no. You just all play at once. Ooh, you like, just have like, like battle royale. Yeah. And you just, just get go, out on and the it, fairway. And it's like, if I get down there before you do and I pick up your ball and I chuck it, that's an extra point for me or minus one point, I guess. And, <laughs> and yeah, you don't want points. It's a point for you, a minus <laughs> point for me. And could think about it because everyone's like dude golf is such a mental game you have to do the same thing 18 times i'm like no you don't every single one of the like whatever they call the little course thing like you know you're at one a fl- hole flag a, a hole. hole yeah Ugh, hole one hole two so you're at hole one but that to get from where you tee off to to hole one is not the same all the way through hole 18 and so all i want to do is i want to see like however many people are competing 
do it all at the same time and I want bull horns and I want bikini clad bodies and I want none of this like polite bull crap where people are like and the girls can hold up the signs like an MMA but that's oh, the num- that's the whole number yeah they just yeah. go well, look you have arrived at hole yeah. number four you know what I want to see them do with golf actually is turn it into kind of like a triathlon type thing like they do in the Olympics with the like s- like cross country <laughs> skiing and shooting I think they should do they, they, they get the whole 18 golf. and they have to shoot it in well yeah no here's the thing I think they should co- uh, combine golf with skeet shooting Ooh. Uh, so once you hit your ball you go down the fairway and you try to hit the other guy's ball out of the air and they should also <laughs> they should also combine that with like uh, t- did you ever play that video game Twisted Metal? Yes. With the cars and the yes. guns? They should do that with the golf carts in between holes. And whoever survives moves on to the next Wait, hole. Wait, so you're talking about like death? In por- here's sure. my thing. Though. I mean, it could be laser nah, tag. Here's, here's my thing. Um, at some point, you got to start looking at, if I'm paying you millions of dollars to do something, and then you you get to flop, you get to like <laughs> uh, deflate the balls, Tom Brady, you get to do all this garbage stuff. Like every sport has a cheater. But my thing is like, if I'm paying you- Tiger a, Woods cheated. On his what? Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking of- Speaking really of golf, that, that was really good. That was like, I walked in, I didn't even, it's like I walked in the room and I didn't even see the paint. It was just like, <laughs> what? Um, dude, I don't know. I, I think, uh, back to flopping. <laughs> back to flopping. I think, because I could go off on golf, because I, I get it and I don't get it all at the same time. Um, I I think part of my problem with flopping too is that we pay them, and not we, but like they are paid so much money to do what they're doing, yeah. right? And and James Harden, I used to like him just because I would see him on the TVs and he had this dope beard. And I was like, yeah, dude, you don't see a lot of dope beards in the NBA. Yeah. Or in any sport, really. the dopest beard yeah. in the NBA. And then to have my world crumbled this week by mm-hmm. watching and reading about him and how he's known as the flop king. Yeah. And it's like you that's the level and oh he was he was what voted what at the end of the season MVP most flopping player not my MVP um so bas- basketball hashtag not my MVP <laughs> yeah. hashtag not my president hashtag Kardashians uh <laughs> um basketball so flopping in basketball is kind of a weird uh situation also because in in basketball, when you get fouled, it depends on what you're doing when you are fouled. Right. Again, this is just for you know people who may not know how this works. Um, I e, if, if, I e me. Yeah. I so no I'll explain it to Chris Danger here. Chris Danger, uh, if you have the basketball and you're just dribbling around, you're not shooting it or anything, and I foul you, that's a foul on me. That's fine. Uh-huh. Uh, but you just get the ball back. You get okay. to inbound the ball, play resumes, right? You don't get to take any shots or anything. Now, if you are going up for a shot and I foul you, uh, that results in two free throws. Which is because, I'm assuming it's because I'm actually in the middle of the play yeah. that I potentially could have scored, yep. and you stopped me from doing that illegally yes. against the rules, and so they give, and that's why they do two, two points, because yeah. they're like, it was worth probably two points, right? That yeah, so, so, your, so your shot that you were going up for was probably worth two points, and I fouled you and took away your opportunity to make... Uh, make those two points so they give you two shots worth one point each now if i foul you like on a three-point attempt then you get three points or three three free throws right so it's a way to make it up to you because i took away your opportunity to score right legally right now um now basketball is is interesting because of that fact because it leads to a direct uh a way to score and add points uh for your team so then you have people, and and don't get me wrong, like pe- people have done this always, but Harden uh, is, in my opinion, and I watch quite a bit of basketball and follow him and everything. Harden, in my opinion, is one of the worst uh, floppers slash embellishers slash just whining about everything players that there is. And so you would agree that he's the flop king. Um. Well, I don't know if I would call him the flop king. He does it a lot, but. But the, I, I think there's a difference between flopping, which is, in in my opinion, uh, selling contact that wasn't there. Okay. Right. So you okay. so you maybe take a swipe uh, at the ball and your hand goes past my face and it looks close 
and I'm going to fall over backwards and, and hold my face. And the refs are going to see that and go, ah, Chris Danger, foul. Chris Danger, right? <laughs> foul, Chris Danger, foul. And, and really, you never touched me. That, that, to me, is a true flop. Now, Harden from... He, and he flops sometimes, right? He does sell the, the no so, contact. But so, there are times when so he... So you're saying that flopping, in, in your definition, is more of... There was absolutely no contact, and the other person sold it as if there was contact. Right. Yes. So what about so what about like the the videos you sent me? Some of them were like the dude backed up into the other guy, and the other guy like you know like like lays himself out flat. Yeah. That is not flopping. You're saying, but that's an and because it didn't seem like there was anything. The, the, you know, I, I can't describe what yeah, they're it's, doing. Uh, so One guy I, puts his bum up against the other guy, you know. Yeah, um, I, would, I, I would call that embellishment. I, was because, that? Oh, that may have been something else I was watching. Yes. Never mind. Yeah, that was not um, the video I sent you. <laughs> but no, so, so but in, in a lot of those cases, though, I feel like if all of a sudden you remove any kind of, like, contact, you just have people guarding, right? Mm-hmm. Like, every, in, in any sport. Mm-hmm. And you're allowed to have some amount of contact right like mm-hmm. even in soccer like they 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 they're not allowed to use their hands to push people away but they'll they'll use their arm you yeah. know they'll use a little bit of their elbow kind to push jockey for position yeah and yeah. and and there is but there's a difference between that jockeying for the position and just shoving you out of the way yeah and in basketball i feel like it's the same way they're they're allowed to you know you'll see them with their hands on their back as you know and they're measuring space they're making sure that even you know they're holding on to what they're you know not holding mm-hmm. on but they're uh you know they're doing so what would you say is that like in that moment where all of a sudden the guy like backs up into him and and he you're saying that's more of just an over exaggeration like so, so he took advantage of an opportunity to to yeah lay himself out and look like he's yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, so I, I would call that embellishing, right? Because uh, you need to catch your name for it, though. Flopping. It, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> you need like a freaking or something, or flopping and freaking. Flop, flopping and flipping. Um, flip, flip flopping. <gasps> we could sell flip flops. Flip flops. Um, With James Harden's face on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, because, because there, there's a certain something to be said about Harden's play style, and and I hate that I have to acknowledge this, but I feel to be fair, just tell us a it's lot okay. of the We're times when you. a lot of the times when Harden uh, embellishes that contact, the contact itself was a foul. Now here's where it gets tricky because if Harden didn't embellish it and just played through like normal, the refs wouldn't call it because it's not a hard foul. It's a really soft, ticky-tacky, it uh, could have gone either way right. kind of a foul, right? But because Harden chooses to embellish it and fly around and flail his arms and make a big scene about it, then the refs call it. Uh-huh. Now, here's the thing, because I said it just five seconds ago, that contact, in most cases, is a foul. Uh-huh. But in order for it to get called, because it's su- such a gray area type foul, Harden has to embellish it, or else it's not going to get called. So the weird thing about Harden's game is he is really, really good at getting fouls called on him uh, because he knows when to embellish contact that wouldn't have been seen by the refs in, mm-hmm. in the first place. Uh, for example, I have a I have a little infographic that I loaded up on my screen here just to you because I knew we talked you about made it. it at home. That's why you were late. Uh, so so this was um, during the during the NBA uh, playoffs <laughs> uh, during the NBA playoffs just this year. So like a month ago, um, it uh, hard the Rockets were playing. I think it was they were playing the Jazz. I think it was the Rockets Jazz series at this time. But uh, ESPN or whoever was uh, showing that game put up an infographic. And it said, since the 2012-2013 season, here are the players that have the most free throws attempted. So the most, uh, you know, they get fouled and then they get to shoot two free shots. Mm-hmm. Um, James Harden was number one. So in the past, what was that? In the past three, uh, excuse me, five years. In the past five years, James Harden was number one. He's attempted 3,809 free throws <laughs> in, in the past five years. The second person is a center who usually are people that will get fouled more than, than others. Um, and he's only attempted 2,000. Who's he? 800. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins. Okay. Um, so James Harden is 1,000 more f- attempted free throws ahead of the next closest person in the last five years. Now, to me, that says a lot about his game and his play style because he, like I said, is really, really good at embellishing that contact and getting the refs to to call fouls that 
exist, sure. The the foul was there, but normally it wouldn't be called because it was such a soft foul or it was kind of a yeah. gray area type thing or the ref just wasn't looking. Uh, but when you call attention to it with a huge giant dude with this huge beard flailing his arms around <laughs> like he's drowning in the deep end, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to get a foul called in so, most situations. So I found this article kind of along the same lines. It had, it had, uh, they broke it down as in the six years that he's been with the uh, Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, the article said these are the uh, leaders in free throw attempts. Uh, James Harden, 4,726. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook, yep. 3,501. So even then, like you said, like it's a, it, it's 1,200 1200 attempts different and then demar kiss cousins no oh, demar, DeMar DeRozan? DeRozan, DeMar three, DeRozan. uh 3350 demarcus cousins 3286 and then lebron james yeah. at 3201 um 3201 and and yeah they, but they even said like uh one of the paragraphs before this says uh, so free throws are following uh anyway but harden is headed the other way uh wait oh yeah uh on a typical night he is averaging almost half of those 21.7 free throws in a given game he has made getting fouled an art form yep and it's ugly yep uh in the six years since harden joint yeah et cetera, et cetera. and i think that's what's insane about it is like you're right like if 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 it's a uh if if the foul is there like i get it you know um and they they actually talk in the same article the they say the legitimate foul must be called but why not curb the garbage fouls? Yep. And so, so he's basically he's basically paying really close attention to which which is sad though because I think that I think that it's like well rather than playing the game better, right? Because everyone's getting fouled then almost all the time, mm-hmm. but you're taking advantage, and I get it, like it's a competitive advantage. Yeah. But at what what is what is the what is the um, integrity cost? I guess. Because in my head, it's always about integrity. Because if I look at you and I go, I'm not saying flopping is always bad. Because maybe you're like, dude, look, this guy has been, he has been fouling me every time. The ref's not seeing it. I need to take advantage of yeah. at least one. Yeah, I'm gonna maybe set the tone. It. Yeah, show him like, I'm not messing anymore, right? Yep. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to get, you know, kicked out. I'm not going to get no technical. I'm not going to. So yeah, I'm going to take advantage. But someone who, uh, in that article I was reading earlier, it said uh, uh, a third of Harden's free throw attempts, a third are because of these garbage flops, yeah. these garbage fouls that he takes advantage of. Yeah. So, but again, like, it's like, you know, if that's what you got to do to win, I, I get it, but it, what's the integrity cost? Because then you start getting into the weird moral ethics of, uh, I mean, when do we all of a sudden start supporting doping in baseball? I, I do personally. I don't care. Or in cycling. Yeah. It's all of a sudden like then you got to give Lance Armstrong all his medals back. Yeah. Because if it's just a competitive advantage, you didn't see it. You didn't see it the time you called it. You had to look at it afterwards. I mean, isn't that the same argument? And I get it. They're not the same sports at all, and they're not owned or operated under the same rules. But but when it comes down to the integrity of it, it's like, look, I took an advantage. I took advantage of something that gave me an advantage, and I won. Well, and that and that's why earlier when we were talking about James Harden winning the MVP for this year for the season that's that's why i made that joke where i said you know not not my mvp not like hashtag not my president hashtag not my mvp because he i I like what that article said that you quoted he he turned fouling or drawing fouls i guess into an art form right and that's so true because he really has a knack for it and he's able to get those fouls called when they normally wouldn't but as as a player he is infuriating to watch as somebody who and he's really good like don't get me wrong he's he's one of the best people in the league right now uh he was on one of the best teams in the league they made it to the western conference finals uh just a month ago which to be honest was basically the nba finals yeah because uh, lebron and the Cavs weren't going to beat either of those teams they weren't <laughs> going to beat the rockets or the warriors uh but it's infuriating to watch that because his skill is there. He's a really, really freaking good player, but he he still supplements his really incredibly good game with drawing fouls. Yeah, in stupid ways, and he just he looks dumb. When what it, what and, kind of leader is like? What 
that's the other thing. Like, I look at LeBron and I go, you know, and, and honestly, we talked a lot about this. Like, LeBron with the Cavs has had a had a rough go, right? Like, yeah. he's he the Cavs are a bad team and LeBron is above that. Yeah. And he, he better leave. Like, yeah. I hope he leaves. Yeah. And, um, but, but what kind of, you know, and LeBron, it looks like, yeah, he's trying to help. He's trying to lead his team. The skill's just not there, you know. Yeah. So yeah, he's gonna he's gonna bounce. He's gonna go somewhere else, hopefully. Um, but what kind of what kind of leader is James Harden when he's, you know, what does that teach his team members? What does it teach other teams? Right. Yeah. They're like, cool. We gotta expect this. Do they just say, cool, we're gonna play the same, or are we gonna? And when does it just become that? Because I, I feel like every season in every sport that has any kind of flopping, every year it gets more and more. Like mm-hmm. more people start doing it, it becomes way more obvious. It works. It works. You get points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, uh, yeah. Dumb. The the NBA actually a few years ago they actually came out with a statement that said we are going to fine anybody who flops, and a flop fine. Uh huh. <gasps> and they they find a few people that season, but nobody was fined this entire last season. Not a single person. Why would you, here's why? Why would you? Because the NBA is a business. Why would you fine your players yeah. for making you millions, especially your best players like yeah. James Harden, Le- LeBron James? To be fair, he, it, especially in the past, I would say not so much anymore, but he still does it sometimes. He flops, or he he used to flop at least. Um, there's a lot of really really good players that flop all the time. It, and unfortunately, it's just become part of the sport. I think. I think, though, back to my earlier comment. I think it comes down to how often and why. Like with James Harden, where you look at it and you go, a third of your free throws, like a third, like that's insane. Yeah. That's a, that's an outrageous amount of time spent flopping. But if you're to say that no one flops, I think is unfair. But then to say like all flopping is wrong is unfair because yeah it might be that one moment where you're like dude this guy is yeah. in my business I'm done yeah. and I've been playing 20 minutes like this and every time I come back out here he does the same thing to me so guess what next time that happens boom I'm hitting the court I'm hitting the floor and it's going to get called and we're going to set a present I don't think that's wrong right like I don't think that's you know cuz sometimes in any sport right sometimes you send a message but like in hockey, sometimes the guy will get ejected. You know, he'll have to go sit in the penalty box for two minutes because they they threw someone's face down in the ice and they said, "We're not doing this anymore. Chill, right?" right. right. And they go, "Dude, you gotta go to the penalty box." Okay, out. You know, but it's because it was it was an assumed risk. They they knew what the consequences were, and they and the, you know that's fine. Yeah. In my head, that's that's cool. If that guy does that every every chance he gets to everyone, then it's like, all right, what you're doing is wrong, right? Like that's. You're taking advantage of an opportunity, yep. and I get it, but but at the same time, no. Like, well, it's, and, just, and, it's and garbage. Sometimes, sometimes uh, specifically talking about the NBA, um, sometimes their flopping and their theatrics and stuff actually hurt their chances to score or hurt their team, yeah. right? Uh, for example, again, back to the, the NBA uh, playoffs that just happened, um, the, the Oklahoma City Thunder was playing the Utah Jazz, uh, in a series, and it came down to uh, Utah won in in six games, so Utah won four games. Oklahoma mm-hmm. City won two. So it was it was game six. It was like right at the end of game six. And there's a player on the Thunder named Paul George, who again a really talented player, really really good. Uh, uh, Paul George. Paul. Yeah, he has two first names. Paul <laughs> George. Um, I thought you were gonna say like John and Ringo afterwards. No. <laughs> like, he's like half the Beatles, like, and uh, he. It, and it, I might be able to find it and send it to you or something. Maybe we'll post it or, or whatever with our episode. But um, at the end of game six, so his game is, or excuse me, his team is coming down to elimination, right? He, they're going to be eliminated from the playoffs. They have to win this game to force a game seven. And Paul George, it was in the last like couple seconds, Paul George goes uh, for a three-point shot. And what he does is he pump fakes the ball. So he acts like he's going to shoot. Uh-huh. His defender, a uh, member of the Utah Jazz, takes the bait and jumps up to block the shot and is coming kind of to the side of him. So so imagine you're the guy with the ball and some guy jumped up at you in midair, right? Right. And you know that... Punch him in the nuts. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you know that now if I take an actual shot and this guy's body collides with my body, I'm going to get three free throws. 
Uh Because it's a three-point shot, right? Right. So, but this guy coming at me in the air is off to the side a little bit. And if I take my normal shot, he's not going to collide with me. So, Paul George, again, the game is on the line. Their season's on the line. They have to force a game seven. They have to win this game. What he does, instead of taking a normal, uncontested shot and putting all of his effort into making the shot, he jumps up to the side side. where this guy's coming at him to intentionally collide with him and try to draw a foul and he shoots and and he shoots the shot here's what happened though here's what happened and it's funny because if you go back and watch the clip of it the the coach for the jazz loses his mind like you can see him go oh crap that's we we just gave him that's one thing i i love their coaches in basketball lose their minds more than any coach in any other sport like collectively i'm talking like like yeah you may have your one football coach your one hockey coach no 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 Every basketball coach, assistant coach, sideline, whatever you call them, it's like the whole guys in suits on the side of that team. They just go berserk. Yeah. And it is the to watch guys in suits. Mm. <laughs> to watch to watch guys in suits. This is a very homoerotic. I love uh, uh, no to watch guys in suits just like lose their minds like that yeah. is also humorous. Could you imagine in the business world if you're like in some board of directors meeting and all of a sudden they're just like what the hell? And they yeah. just all stood up, started throwing things, and they're like throwing their hands out, looking at the refs. Their and, suit coat flaps yeah, are just just everyone. <laughs> and and then and then in sports where like the the coaches wear the suit coats when they pull their hands to their hips really fast, and that uh-huh. suit coat just goes like a cape <laughs> flapping back, and you're like, oh man, yeah, don't. Like, I would be scared to be on the team. Yeah, to be like, hey, coach, you gonna put me in? In this <laughs> no. In this in this situation though, so the the coach notices. You can see a bunch of the jazz players all just become instantly disheartened because they go crap we just gave this guy right uh, three free shots but the refs didn't call it <laughs> the refs didn't call a foul because they noticed that paul george jumped to the side it like wasn't he did his... something that's unnatural yeah it was that's exactly what they, they said, said. It, was... <laughs> it, it wasn't his natural shooting motion so they didn't call a foul even though it probably should have been uh had he jumped straight up and there was contact. So anyway, uh, just to reiterate, game was on the line. Season was on the line. This. They're trying to force a game seven. Ooh. And Paul George decides, instead of putting up the best shot he can, he decides to essentially flop. Right, right. Because right. there's to, no contact. To to, yep, to try to draw and, the foul. And he makes the contact. Yep. And <sighs> and it backfired. That's totally. Good. He missed the shot. Hold on. I just found it. OKC and I'm, I'm was gonna... never able to come back. And the Jazz won the series. So... <laughs> I'm just gonna watch this stupid commercial on YouTube. It was it was a really good bit of karma though. I I loved watching that moment unfold on my TV because it was just nice to see that tactic not get rewarded. I just watched a Gatorade commercial because you know how YouTube plays those commercials at the end yeah. or at the beginning. Is it Paul George? Nah, it was uh, some baseball player. But uh, <laughs> Gatorade says nothing beats Gatorade, and I'm like cocaine <laughs> uh whatever they use to dope in baseball like i feel like there's a lot of stuff that they'd be like if you want to have a better game and they're like no dude i got my gatorade and the guy in the back's like no 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 come here i got these syringes full of performance <laughs> like Jeez. notice could you here's what gatorade should do gatorade should go out and they should trademark performance enhancing and that should be their thing because because it's not yeah i don't see how that could backfire on them at all no no, no but that's the thing is <laughs> because because it, you would force everyone else to change because think about it anytime you wanted to say performance enhancing drugs you couldn't it's a trademark term so anytime they want to talk about these 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 no because i mean think about it. i would if i was gator i'd be like hills yeah performance and enhan- they already do the the commercials where they're like if you drink these you know drinks this protein thing if you eat our little thing if you take yeah. the little like uh starburst looking little nuggets that they got when you were a kid did you think that drinking gatorade would really give you fluorescent sweat because i did <laughs> no i did i hated I thought that would happen and i thought it was so like i would drink a bunch and then try to sweat to make it come out and i'm like it's not working <laughs> gotta run harder <laughs> and that was the trick see they got yeah. you to work out more no i didn't like the taste of gatorade like it was like gross yeah i was it's like too why? salty it, yeah it's way too salty and for a kid when you're like here's some gatorade and i'm like no i want that kool-aid that's in the back of my <laughs> fridge like same color. That one tastes a lot better. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Um, nah, it's just gross. Anyways, I'm watching this right now. Here we go. So okay. This is, so this is Paul George at the end of game six that you're watching? Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. It's a minute worth of. Yeah. 
If you if you look in the background, you can see the jazz bench and the coach is standing up and he puts his head in his hands. You can see him. So just hold going, on, Crap, and this is the and I'm I'm an idiot with with basketball. This is a home game at the Jazz, and everyone's wearing yellow shirts. <laughs> yes, the team is wearing yellow jerseys. Because uh-huh. if there's one thing I would I would fix about the Utah Jazz is I'd actually have them commit to a set of colors. Yeah, their color has has changed drastically over the last like four or five years. They've they've gone back and purple, forth. blue, green, orange, red, yellow. Like, and I'm like, I get yeah. it, but like, chill. Like, go five years with the same color scheme. I don't mind an update. Where you go, cool. We're gonna we're gonna throw this green in here, and we're gonna it's gonna be yellow and green, or yellow and blue, or it's like, what what? Yeah. Well, part uh, of the jazz is that, uh, like there's certain color schemes in sports that are really classic and iconic, like white and green, or white and red, yeah. or purple and gold, or and the jazz don't have that. Yeah, though. the jazz have never had like they had like throughout the '90s they had like purple and, and blue, baby powder yeah, blue. And, I remember. Because yeah. wasn't it Carl um, Malone who played them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Because when I was a kid, I was really into uh, Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley for whatever reason. I had a poster of Charles Barkley. I think because it was cool to have posters. I of, love Chuck. And <laughs> and uh, I went and saw Space Jam because of Michael Jordan. Yeah, like, but did, did you hear, by the way, that uh, LeBron James is supposed to be starring in Space Jam 2? I've heard that rumor one? for like three years. Well, here, here's well, it's it's actually spo- like the trailer's supposed. When to When I the see him in front of a days. green screen with a bunch of people clad in green outfits pretending to be the Looney Tune characters, Chris Danger, mark my words. By the time this episode is released, I believe we'll have a trailer for Space Jam. Two. <laughs> well, so if, also, re- so if I also, release this this afternoon, you're going to have this. <laughs> also, I think Are you, that, wait, is that a jab at me for not getting these out on time? You're like, <laughs> I got plenty of time to... <laughs> I think that Space Jam 2 actually already happened. Uh, this season, LeBron James led an all-star cast of Looney Tunes <laughs> to the NBA Finals. Yes! And faced Shot off against the super locations. team Monstars that is the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> the warriors yeah. yeah you could they could just do the monsters and just flip the the m for monsters mm-hmm. upside down yeah. like warriors yeah. sorry um, what were you saying about the color scheme though with like michael jordan and well i was just gonna say like it's all ugh. hold Cause, on cause i'm watching certain... this clip right now yeah yeah and the jazz are, uh, the fans are all like yeah 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 it's oh, a it's a said, crazy last like he just 30 said seconds. that's bs yeah <laughs> it's so funny so they must have just called it and he's like nope they're not calling it that's bs yeah that, so that's russell westbrook right there and you can tell he's upset because he's like no that was a foul like my my boy paul george was it, foul. yeah and it, watch quick yeah he watch, moves watch, over watch the guy in the suit in the background yeah but yeah that guy right there uh, yeah that's the coach yeah see him oh uh, see how frustrated he is yeah because they didn't but they but they didn't call it they're not calling it but they didn't call it was the thing like he thought they were going to call that and he goes oh crap we no because it's an i mean i get it like yeah like you point out like the game's on the line yeah. their advancement in the series did is you, on the did line you see the score by the way well because i i don't remember it, I, I don't remember if that shot was to tie the game and force an overtime or for the win uh, it does i don't think it has it on here this is a clip off of youtube okay uh, ninety-one, ninety-four. So yeah, oh, three yeah. points so to force a tie. Three points would yeah tied. They got eleven seconds left, and no one's calling it. And the yeah. Jazz are just running it down because they know. Yeah. Boom. Six. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. A, it was. Why a crazy did they choose that ending. color yellow? They have a sea of like <laughs> of like stale it's, it's, mustard. It's Lakers yellow. It's like it's like a burnt Lakers yellow. No, like even on their jerseys, like they're it's a yellow jersey with blue trim everywhere, and then their number is that that like evergreen green. Yeah, it's that, their it's their new color scheme. It's like goldish yellow and and green. And I I hate the Jazz, the Jazz. had really sick alternate hate, jerseys this season though. I hate their color scheme. They need to pick two colors. Did uh, you did you see their alternate jerseys? No, I don't. Year? I it don't was like care. it was like Zion's Park like like arches like uh i'll find i'll like, show i'll show you science park arches brown or no no it, it like, looks what are you really talking cool. about it looks really cool um i think you're saying that they look really cool because i i no they really did you're like trying to say you're like no i thought they were cool Chris. i'm pulling it up for cool. you right now that, that's what it looked like right there no that's dumb that looks like some crap you oh find at paxum oh my gosh that looks like that looks like some garbage stuff that you would wear on a boat i would wear that you would wear that on i a would boat. wear that on a boat <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, with that, I'm going to go on a cruise because the siren's coming in. Time to be done. Time is up. Uh, yeah. So next week, hopefully, we'll be back in our bunker. Uh, safe and sound. We'll be able to come uh, to you from our bunker. 
As always, thank you for joining us today on a Not A Drill Podcast. Please make sure to go rate us and comment and everything else on iTunes. Don't Please. Hold on. Go don't do that. Rate, like, you yeah, can't rate, rate us. Rate, rate the show. If you come to my house and try to rate me here, you, it, I, I will... Yeah. You shouldn't rate people. For those of you listening, you can rate me. Jesus. <laughs> I've been stacked. Kevin Spacey, what are you doing in here? <laughs> Along with my co-host, Chris Danger. Flippity-flop, flippity-flop. Have a good night. See ya. Hey guys, Chris Danger from Not A Drill Podcast. If you like today's episode, consider checking us out on our social media accounts. Instagram at notadrill underscore podcast, Facebook at notadrill podcast, Twitter at T-I-N-A-D underscore podcast, and you can listen to us on iTunes. If you want to suggest a flavor combo for us to try at So Delicious, leave a comment on one of our social media platforms and we'll pick the one that we want to try the most. Remember, there's some crazy stuff out there and this is not a drill. Thank you.